Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Unlearning series. Today I will be interviewing Kobe Robertson who will be joining us from Nashville where he works in influencer marketing. Today we'll be talking about the ego and how Kobe has learned what the ego is, how it affects his life, and he does share some personal stories about how the ego has been a part of his life. Thank you for joining this episode and I hope you unlearn what the ego means to you by the end of the episode as well. All right. Well, welcome guys to another episode of Creating Connections with your host Mad Max. Today I have Kobe joining us all the way from LA. How are you doing, Kobe? Good. Good. Wait, How are you doing? In LA. Where are you? I'm going back in August. I'm in Nashville right now. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I messed that up, but that's cool. The we'll title still works. <laughs> Um, but you, uh, you were someone that reached out on my Instagram story when I did post, uh, what's something that you're learning to unlearn, um, which I think is kind of a funny thing to say as we get older, it's like, why would you have to unlearn something you've had to unlearn? But I feel like we become more conscious of things as we've also gotten older. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and you responded with to not let my ego be the driving force in my life. And that's just huge. Like I can talk about that for hours. Uh, mm-hmm. But I did want to ask you right off the bat, like, what does that mean to you? Sure. It's kind of funny, though, because like when you're younger and you're kind of growing up and you think of your ego, you think of it as like, oh, thinking you're better than someone or something's not good enough for you. Mm-hmm. And you don't really think of how it intrinsically affects you. It can make you doubt yourself. Like if you get like a job offer that you think is well above your skill level and those initial thoughts that come to your mind or, the, or it's like starting a business or just kind of really trying to really understand yourself as you grow, I guess it's like uh, it could be doubt or just kind of anything that pops up. So yeah. it's, it's kind of like that hidden animal, I think, that uh, you kind of discover as you grow Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely growing up. I remember talking about it like in psychology class, but it was literally just like this idea of it being this really bad thing. And for some reason, I don't know if it was the same case for you, but I never thought I could be, um, I guess, egotistical because I was like, no, I feel like a villain is egotistical. Like they're very like power hungry or like self-centered and I can't be that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think from a spiritual perspective, I've learned there's never anything that's necessarily good or bad. It mm-hmm. just depends how you use it. So like your ego can be bad for you, but it can also be a driver. So now it allows me to check myself. So when, say, for example, I'm having doubt about something, it'll make me think, why am I doubting myself? Or what's it really trying to communicate to me? And once yeah. you understand that, it can actually be a driving force for you. Yeah, yeah, no, that's so true. So when was uh when did that happen for you? When you realized that it could be a driving force and not just this thing that we learned as a kid or whatever it was for you in the past? Man, um, I'm 30 now, so I want to say when I was about 28, I actually hit a rock bottom. <laughs> that's very like yeah. particular. <laughs> yeah, I remember it distinctly because I'd hit a rock bottom in my life. Um, my dad was sick at the time. Uh, my relationships weren't going well in my life. I didn't have the job I didn't want. Um, I didn't wasn't making the money I wanted. And mm-hmm. sometimes you have to get stuck in that pit to really understand where you're at in life and just stop and think like, all right, everything I've done at this point's gotten me here and it's not where I want to be. So right. what do I need to do and shift to get to where I want to be? And I think that's when it's kind of really turned. I really started understanding um, what I was communicating myself internally. Like Mm. I call them pings. Like when you get those things that are naturally right for you, but society may not think it's right for you. And you kind of get uh, off the path of your purpose. And I think 
had happened to me and I tried to find a way to get back in alignment with my purpose. Yeah. What's an example of one of those pains? Sure. Um, I think it's like, so from a career perspective, like I think like in society, they tell you that you have to go to school and you have to have a certain job and make a certain salary. And if you do this, this, and this, that'll happen. And it's kind of like, we all follow that path, but like timing is different for all of us. Like timings, yes, there is time, but it's not linear for everybody. Like you can find your passion at 50, just as much as you can at 20. But I think it's just about trusting yourself and wanting to listen to yourself. And Mm -hmm. I I think that's kind of how you find it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes complete sense. And I can definitely agree. Um, Timelines are something that I think we're like raised with and just, it helps us kind of like get through, I guess, schooling. Uh, but then once that's over and once you're on your own, I think you start to question like, what is a timeline? Like, why does it have to be this way? Um, cause it doesn't have to be the same way for everyone. Like you said. Um, and so, okay. So once you discovered what the ego was and like the definition of it, um, what kind of self-learning did you do to like, start to understand it better and look at it as like something that could help you? Yeah, so I'm going to go a little deep here, but like as I was kind of in my rock bottom, um, like I was on my Instagram Explore page and I stumbled across this lady called Lacey Phillips and she has this Instagram page called To Be Magnetic and I just happened to read her quotes and I was just kind of found myself looking at them for like an hour because like they kept resonating with me and I was like, all right, what is she really about? So I went and listened to her podcast and it really kind of changed my life and I actually went towards healing my inner child. Because we all have traumas that we pick up, whether um, it's intentionally and intentionally. Um, yeah. Like our parents are amazing, my parents are amazing, but they have their own traumas that they deal with that they naturally pass along to you. Right. And just really to understand that and make a friend with it and heal it. And I actually went on that journey. And that's when really things started to turn around for me. And I started to stop judging myself as much for things mm. or like trying to hold myself to a certain standard. Or it was easy for me to step in and actually take that first step whether it's like starting something or doing something, I think the first step's always the hardest and it was easier for me to do things like that without the judgment. That's awesome. I'm like, that's great that you came across her page on the discover page and then you went into her podcast and it was kind of like a a domino effect from there. Um, Did you by chance, like, if you don't mind sharing, start like therapy at all or anything? Cause I feel like healing your inner child is a lot of work. And when I think of that, I think of the sessions that I've had with like my therapist. Is that something that you took on or looked into or considered? You know, I haven't yet, but it's something I'm definitely going to do. I don't have any issues with it. I think mm-hmm. it's just kind of been a timing thing. Um, I'm very in-person and COVID's in- impacted that. So I didn't really yeah. want to do it like over the phone, but like I've done various things. Like one of my good friends here, she's a Reiki healer. So I've done sessions with her um, okay. since I've lived yeah. in Nashville and um, just kind of different sessions like that. But therapy is something that I definitely want to do. Yeah. And I highly um, recommend for anyone. Yeah. Yeah. I've also done uh, Reiki as well. Sometimes I don't know if it's Reiki or Reiki. So thanks for <laughs> the proper uh, enunciation. But uh, oh, I've, I've okay. done that as well. And it's just interesting because I think that's also something that like as a child, I would have thought was like, oh, I don't know what that is. Don't want to do it. But I'm like learning to unlearn what's considered like normal and like I guess, um, normal healing practices, but that has been helpful in my life. Um, but, but that's awesome. Um, so how do you view your ego today? Um, I kind of hit on it earlier, but as my friend, like, um, I'm almost excited when it interferes in a weird way because 
I can pick up on it and I couldn't pick up on it before. So that's how I know I'm growing and it doesn't come up as much. Like I'm very much so more understanding. Like, let's just say if I'm having a conversation with a friend, maybe like five, 10 years ago, and they say something that's kind of out of the way, I think that's kind of stupid. Right. But now I'm kind of more apt to be like curious about what they're saying and like learning and just being more open. Um, It's just kind of very interesting how that's changed. So it's kind of become more of a friend than a foe at this point. Yeah. Yeah, no, I could I could definitely relate to that as well. Um, something that reminds me of that a friend told me about the other day is like calling people out as opposed to calling people in. Um, so mm-hmm. in the scenario that you probably did before, which was like calling them out, like that doesn't make any sense, that's dumb. Um, yeah, that mm-hmm. would be calling out. Calling in would be seeking to understand, which I think um, enables, you know, conversation and like understanding. Um, so I think that's something that I have found helpful growing up as well, just because there's just so many differences in the world and there's no right or wrong, but um, it's, it's good to be mindful of the differences that exist. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just like, as you grow and I think it's part of maturity as well, but like you become open to so many different things. Like when I was 18, I never thought I'd be a spiritual person. Right. So it's like, I think it's something as you mature that comes naturally, but like, as you continue to grow and you, search seek out those opportunities you kind of expedite your growth as well yeah yeah no for sure um something that kind of just came to mind right now i don't know how to ask this but i feel like it's something we could (laughs) definitely talk about but for sure talking about the ego from the perspective of a female and from the perspective of a male for some reason i feel like it's harder as a male to like call that out and be like yo i'm leading with my ego right now i need to like not be as alpha or like dominant right now or whatever it may be um can you can you relate to that or do you think you could see this among some of your friends yeah I think you can always see it amongst your friends and yourself I'm a little different so like I'm into human design um as well I'm not sure if you've heard of that Uh, I'm a projector so it's like something that essentially tells you how you function in the world and it tells you how you maneuver I have like more of a feminine energy actually so I don't have the macho masculine energy so it's kind of different for me and it's something that I had to actually learn about myself but like I think the thing about that and something like I've noticed with some of my friends and you it's it's difficult right like the ego affects them more like so they may be apt to being less open to like um, an opinion or learning something new so I think for me it's I was more open naturally because of the feminine energy right to uh, actually understand and be more open and to actually understand what my ego is telling me or learn different spiritual practices for example yeah as opposed to like getting defensive yeah absolutely yeah yeah no that that makes sense um is there a like a situation or an example um that we can kind of reminisce on where in the past maybe you would have been like oh that was me leading with my ego that's something that I don't do moving forward like maybe let's say it's like you applied for a job before you get denied you're like oh I'm too good for this job anyways whatever keep looking for more jobs like is there anything that you can relate to that you've seen a difference because you've like attacked it with the way you noticed your ego was in effect before and then how you work with it now? Yeah, I think it comes to surface the most of my relationships, whether those were like dating or friendships or family. 
okay. like before I could get really defensive or I wasn't very good at communicating because I felt my way was right or I just wanted to communicate I was right and sometimes it's not always about being right against someone right. else it's just like they want to be heard and understood first and then once you come from that level then maybe you can talk about who's right or who's wrong. But right. I think more so of my relationships, I'm more open to others' opinions than jumping like, no, 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 I'm right or being argumentative. And then there's mm -hmm. some situations where it's just not simply not worth it. Like if someone's coming at you with animosity, like you don't have to feed them back with that energy. Exactly. Sometimes you can deflect it off and say, you know what, that's just not for me. I'm gonna let them feel the way they feel. Right, right. And I'm sure that came with the maturity as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. But no, I can, uh, I could definitely relate to that as well in terms of relationships, just like trying to, like I said earlier, calling in, calling out, um, definitely something that I've had to still practice now. Uh, relationships like with even my family sometimes can be a little harder because I'm more um, willing to call out as opposed to call in there. But that's something that I try to work on for the most part, just because I understand that also, yeah, sometimes it's, it's not worth it. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, and I think that's like really helped me in a professional setting as well, like um, connecting to like clients and whatnot from a marketing perspective and really understanding where they're coming from. Mm. I feel like it's helped me grow and it's expanded my opportunities because like once you come from that place of empathy and really understand them, um, they want more of that. So naturally, it's helped me grow in my career as well. Right, right. I was going to ask you what you did. Yeah, so I work in influencer marketing. Um, oh, okay. I connect brands to influencers, yeah. Oh, dope. Yeah, for sure. You're, yeah. you're going to have to hear them out and hear what they want <laughs> and what they say. Uh, exactly. Sometimes, um, but that's awesome. Is there a, so a question that I like to end off with is kind of just recalling back to, like I said earlier, your younger self. Is there a piece of advice or something that you would want to tell young Kobe, like, hey, um, I know that sometimes you want to get defensive because of whatever, whatever, uh, but moving forward, what, what's something that you wish you could have told yourself you would have wanted to hear at that time regarding your ego, regarding the way that you interacted in, in those relationships or whatever it might be? Hmm. Not necessarily from an interactive standpoint, but the times my ego got in the way of me following my purpose or following my passions. Um, I feel like there are times in my life where I affected what society was doing and that's what I should be doing. And if I felt like I was behind that I should take a shortcut to do what society was doing versus like following my purpose or my passion. Um, okay. I would tell him to stay on that path and listen to himself and it'd take him very far because the last few years I've been doing that, um, it's helped me grow exponentially. So I was going to ask just, if that's, if that's mm -hmm. been the case moving forward. It's yeah, it's been massive. Um, <laughs> sometimes it's like no rhyme or reason of where it's just kind of like that gut feeling of like, this is what I need to do. Yeah. And just kind of like trusting in God and the universe or whoever you believe in from that lens. And it'll take you very far. Dude, hell yeah. No, I love that. <laughs> um, sweet. Well, that's that's really all I got for you. I like to keep these short and sweet. We're just reflecting on on something that we've grown to unlearn. So I appreciate you being vulnerable on here. I appreciate you sharing particular situations and how you've learned to overcome them when it came to your ego. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. This was awesome. And it's always great talking to like-minded individuals um, that want to grow and we can learn from each other. Exactly. Likewise. All right, Kobe. Well, I do like to end my episodes with saying toodles. So if you don't mind for the, for the crowd. Toodles. Toodles.